Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Flower Path. The figure of St. Sebastian tied to a tree and pierced with arrows may be one of the most recognizable icons of all the saints. The image of St. Sebastian has been repurposed in many ways, but how many know the story of St. Sebastian's life and martyrdom amongst the early Christians? Before I get to St. Sebastian, I want to thank the Flower Path patrons. Patrons and donations help me continue to make the Flower Path and bring you more content. All patrons get the regular episodes of the Flower Path ad-free, often before they drop on the regular podcast feed. Rose and Orchid Tier patrons also get shout-outs on the show. Orchid Tier patrons get monthly merch mailings. To check out all of the patron options and benefits, and to help me to continue to make the Flower Path, go to patreon.com slash thefloweredpath. You can also find a PayPal link if you want to make a one-time donation. Just click the support button at theflowerpath.com and look for the PayPal button that says donate. Not much is known about St. Sebastian's birth or early life. He may have been born in southern France. St. Sebastian joined the Roman army in the year 283 AD and died in the year 288. This biography is retold from the Golden Legend. Sebastian, holy servant of God, was baptized and educated in the city of Milan. He was a very prudent man, truthful, righteous in judgment, trustworthy, a prevailing intercessor, and in all ways honorable. Daily he fulfilled his Lord's service, but he concealed his Christianity from the emperor Diocletian. Diocletian loved Sebastian, however, and knew nothing of the saint's belief in God. He set Sebastian as a prefect over a cohort, that is a regiment of soldiers, and instructed that he should always be in his presence. All the household held him as a father and honored him with love, because God loved him. 
He followed the emperor, who did not know Sebastian's Christian beliefs. This was not because Sebastian feared to suffer for the Lord, but because he desired to encourage those whom the heathen emperor daily killed for their faith in Christ. When Sebastian perceived how some of the Christians were ready to lapse because of the exceeding tortures, he strengthened their minds in the faith of Jesus, bringing those to God who the devil desired to seduce. There were two brothers, nobly born to this world, Marcus and Marcellianus, greatly afflicted with bonds and stripes for the true faith. They were to be executed, but their friends begged of the prefect a respite of thirty nights, so that they might turn them again to heathenism. So the prefect, Chromatius, delivered the use to the officer, Nicostrius, to keep. The father of these saintly young men was named Tranquillinus, and their mother was called Martia. They were still heathens, and came with great sorrow to where their sons were detained. With grievous lamentations they sought to pervert their son's faith and stay the tortures. The extended family of these martyrs also came, seeking to shake the fortitude of the youth from Christ. Their wives came, bearing their children, asking them while weeping, why would they forsake their friends, mothers, fathers, cast off their wives, and obstinately accept their own death? The martyrs began to yield, considering the anguish of their kinsmen. Sebastian perceived the faltering of these martyrs. He went to them and said to these young men with courageous faith, O oh, you, God's soldiers, you have come to victory, and now you cast aside your crown for the miserable blandishments of these wailers. Do not cast away your glorious victory for wives' caresses or for children's tears. Raise your standard of victory above earthly desires and begin your fight against the invisible fiend. Those who here now weep would rejoice with you if they assuredly knew that which you now know. Of a truth they think that there is this life alone, and know not that other which will be everlasting. This life is so false that it ever deceives those that most love it and have trust in it. This life's desire leads the unstable or the innocent into many sins and many perils. Then Sebastian turned to the kinsfolk who were seducing the martyrs. If these brothers, at your request, turn back from their Savior to your heathenism, then they shall be with you just a short time, and afterwards will be parted, so that you shall never again see them except in fierce torments in the vast fire, where dragons and adders with devilish teeth horribly chew the breasts of the heathen. There is weeping and wailing, and of this there will be no end. Grant, I pray you now, to these brothers, that they may avoid these torments, and endeavor you to do the same. Let them now go to the predestined crown, and do not be afraid. They shall not be divided from you, but they shall go to heaven, to Jesus Christ, and receive celestial dwellings, in which you yourselves may ever abide with them, secure from every evil, in eternal bliss. After this exhortation, and other lengthy counsels, there came a light from heaven to the holy man, and with that light appeared an angel opposite him. They were all astonished at the miracle. Zoe, the wife of the officer, who through a severe sickness had been deprived of speech, fell down at Sebastian's feet with full faith. Then Sebastian said, If I am God's true servant, and if that is true which I have said to you, then may the Almighty Savior open this woman's mouth, that she may speak. 
He who opened his great prophet Zechariah's mouth by prophecy when he wrote John. Then the mute woman spoke and said that she had seen the radiant angel coming from heaven to the holy man, and that he held a book before his eyes. And from that book Sebastian taught the lore. Then Zoe said to Sebastian, Blessed are those that believe your word, and those are accursed that doubt this. Even as the dawn drove away the dim dusk and enlightened men's eyes that were blind in the night, your teaching drove away unbelief from me, opened my mouth and enlightened my mind. Nicostratus was greatly afraid when he saw the miracle wrought on his wife and straightway fell down at Sebastian's feet praying for forgiveness that he had detained the brothers. He unbound their hands, begging that they would escape, but they nevertheless continued in that warfare till death. Then their kinsmen began to repent that they had ever wished to mislead the martyrs, and in the end they all believed in Christ. Then Sebastian asked the heathen officer to bring the other captives whom he held in the prison, desiring to convert them to Christ. Afterwards he went and fetched a priest, a wise and holy man, that he might baptize the new converts. Nicostratus, his wife Zoe, and thirty-three men who had followed them were all baptized. After this the martyr's father, Tranquilinus, and his wife Martia, with their household and their sons' wives, were likewise baptized. Following them, the captives whom Sebastian had called to be brought out of the prison were brought. All sixteen were baptized as well. Tranquilinus had been afflicted for eleven years before his baptism with a grievous foot disease, and had no chance of walking, nor could he feed himself because of the horrible knots which grew in his limbs. But as soon as he confessed with all his heart the Holy Trinity, he was healed of all his pains. He praised the Savior who had granted him his health. There were likewise two other afflicted youths, one with edema and the other covered all over in sores. Both were healed of their diseases at the moment when the priest washed them with the baptismal water. All were encouraged by these miracles and occupied themselves in God's praises and prepared their minds for martyrdom, boldly to contend for the faith of Christ. Chromatius, the powerful prefect who governed the Roman city under the emperor, bade Tranquilinus to come to him, desiring to know what his sons had decided during their thirty nights' respite. He sought to learn whether they would bow to the Roman gods or be tortured for Christ's sake. Tranquilinus came to the prefect and did not conceal his belief in the Lord. The prefect, who was still a heathen, said, I think that you asked the respite for your children so that they might believe their lying heresies. Tranquilinus replied to Chromatius, The gods you worship were wicked men, evilly born, and lived infamous lives filled with crime. They died miserably. Lo, you say that there was no god living before Saturn devoured his sons, and ate their flesh in the island of Crete. Again, his son Jupiter, whom you worship, desired to kill his unclean father that devoured his brothers as soon as they were born. Jupiter was filled with foul lust, and took his own sister to his unclean wedlock, even as you read in your histories. You, who believe in this deceit and honor these wicked men as gods, 
You forsake the Almighty God who dwells in heaven, but you say to the stone, Thou art my God. Chromatius turned Tranquillinus away after this, but the prefect commanded men, Fetch him secretly by night, and offered him in secret a golden wedge, if only he would teach him the great leechcraft, which had so mightily healed him. Tranquillinus said that Christ's gift could not be given in exchange for money, but believe in Jesus and you shall be whole. Chromatius then begged him to bring him the man who had baptized him and healed him from the disease. So Tranquillinus went to the venerable priest and brought him at once to the prefect. Chromatius said to the priest, whose name was Polycarp, Though the emperor's persecution vexes the Christians, for my healing I will give you half of all my possessions, if you can by any means cure my deformed limbs of these hard knots. The priest laughed and said to the sick man, Christ can enlighten your ignorance through his mercy. He is your restorer. He who receives God's money and sells God's gift destroys his own soul, and the sick is not healed. But believe in Jesus and let yourself be baptized, and you shall be as sound as tranquillinous. The priest then urged him to make three days fast and told the same to Sebastian. They both prayed to God during that time that he would make manifest his truth in the sick man's healing. Afterwards, Sebastian said, You must not turn to the Lord for your health's sake alone, nor for the sake of your body only let yourself be baptized, but rather for the hope of eternal health and for everlasting life you must believe in God. Make your mind pure that you may learn through true discernment who is your creator. Otherwise, you cannot have the healing that you seek. Then Chromatius said, Some Christians are men so simple that you cannot find one in a thousand who is able to speak fittingly or to learn easily. How should these come to the faith of Christ, Sebastian said? Christ chose from the beginning shepherds, husbands, and simple fishers, and afterwards taught them, and he made them teachers. You worshipped many gods and many goddesses, unless you cast them all out of your heart and acknowledge the true God who created you, you can have neither healing nor the heavenly life. But let us now seek your shameful gods and break in pieces the stone ones, burn up the wooden ones, and melt down those of silver and gold, and afterwards deal to the poor the metal. Chromatius said, I will command my servants that they break them all in pieces. Sebastian said, They do not know the faith, nor even how to cross themselves, and the devil will be ready, inquiring how he may injure them, for some secret guilt, and the heathen will say that they were hurt because they dared break the idols. Those that have faith and have learned to fight fearlessly against the treacherous fiend by God's help, and they have Christ's armor, let them break the idols. Chromatius said to the brave servant of God, God's will and yours also be done in this. They both prayed to God, then broke the images, more than two hundred of them, thanking God all the while. Chromatius had a hidden machine in his chambers, a work of mechanical contrivance, made from glass, gold, and glistening crystal. The instrument was designed to show by the stars what would happen to every man in the course of his life, but it was formed according to heathen error. Sebastian and the priest then approached Chromatius and found him sick. They said that he had left something unbroken which hindered his healing through cruel spells. Chromatius said, I have in my treasure chest a wonderful instrument, 
I keep for my information. My father spent, in red gold alone, more than 200 pounds on this device. Sebastian said, If you keep this instrument, you shall remain diseased. Chromatius asked, How does this hurt anyone? We worship it not with the accustomed offerings, but it teaches us by wise instruction as to the yearly seasons and the circuits of the planets. The priest answered, There is a likeness of truth, but it is false nevertheless. Sebastian said, It is an indisputable error and lying vanity. Many men are drowned in one day together who at diverse seasons came into the world. Often many men fall in one fight who are not born under one planet. Again at one time two maiden children come, and one will be modest and the other will be shameless. The pure is not laudable nor the wanton blamable, if the stars assign them so to live. Therefore laws are fixed that men may live righteously, and that the righteous be praised and the unrighteous shamed. Chromatius wondered at their wise words, and he said, He is the true God who has such discerning worshippers. He agreed that they should destroy the instrument. However, his son Tiberius said that he would not in any way permit them to break such a costly work, unless the saints agreed to be thrown into hot ovens if his father were not healed after they broke the device. Chromatius forbade the wicked command, but the saints asked that the ovens might be kindled, commended themselves to God, and broke the instrument. Then, suddenly, a fair angel of God came and said to Chromatius, Christ sent me to you that your limbs may be healed. After this he was entirely cured and ran to the angel, desiring to kiss his feet. The angel said to him, Do not kiss my feet, neither should you touch me, for you are not yet baptized. When the son saw that, he sought the priest's feet, and the father fell at Sebastian's feet, both crying, Christ is the true God and the Son of Almighty God. Then father and son were baptized, along with their household servants and the people in their estates, more than a thousand in total. Chromatius, the newly Christian Thane, pardoned all who had ever angered him and forgave all who owed him, and he vowed, if he had plundered anyone, he would repay them. He freed all his slaves and distributed money to them and renounced all the alluring pleasures of the world. His son Tiberius, the prudent youth, said, I have turned my will from all worldly things to ghostly works, now that I am God's man, one who shall receive everlasting life. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
In those days there was a wise pope in Rome, Caius by name, a man of holy life. Chromatius took counsel with him, and by his advice received all the Christians into his residence, and provided them with provisions because of the fierce persecution which sprang up after the murder of Carinus. It was not yet known to the emperor that Chromatius was a Christian, and he obtained leave to go out of the country. Then the Pope bade the priest who had baptized Chromatius to depart from Rome with the Thane, and proclaimed to the Christians who were with Chromatius, Our Savior permitted that a man should preserve his life. Go now, he who will, with Chromatius, and remain, he who will, with me in this city. Then Tiberius asked that he might stay with the Pope, saying that it would be sweet to him to be slain, even a thousand times, for the true faith, and earn the everlasting life of heaven. Sebastian remained in the city, along with the Pope, the young Tiberius, the two brothers, Marcus and Marcellianus, and their father, Tranquillinus. Among them was Nicostratus, with his brother and his wife Zoe, Victorinus, with his brother and his brother's son. They all remained in Rome, in the midst of fierce persecution. All of the others at last went away with Chromatius. The Pope ordained Tranquillinus as a priest. His two sons became deacons and the others subdeacons. He selected Sebastian as protector of them all. They all engaged in prayer, day and night, praising the Lord, praying while weeping, that they might be worthy to suffer for Christ and to dwell with his saints. They healed the sick by holy prayers and gave sight to the blind by their faith. They cast the unclean devils from possessed men. Tiberius found a man who had fallen down, fractured his skull, and crushed the bone. He sang him the Lord's Prayer and the Creed. The man immediately rose, healed, and was baptized along with his father and mother. After this, the blessed Zoe was apprehended and slain for Christ, and she departed to his saints. The others were all likewise martyred. Tranquillinus was stoned to death. The noble Nicostrus was afterwards seized with four of his companions and brought before the judge, Fabianus, who succeeded Chromatius and was hostile to the Christians. He asked the emperor how he should deal with them, and that wicked man commanded to torture all five. Fabianus, the fiendish judge, when he found he could not turn the men from Christ through cruel tortures, had them cast into the sea. After this, the faithful Tiberius was taken. Fabianus ordered that he should offer incense to the foul Jupiter, or himself walk over burning coals with bare feet. Tiberius went boldly over the burning coals, and said it seemed to him as if he were walking over flowers. Fabianus then commanded that Tiberius should be beheaded, and afterwards killed the holy Castilus, who had hospitably housed and fed all of these saints. He put the sons of Tranquillinus, Marcellianus, and Marcus in a great pillory, and covered the soles of their feet with iron nails, saying that they would stand upon the nails until they offered up sacrifices to the gods. In reply, Marcellianus and Marcus sung the psalm, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. Then the prefect said, O oh, you unhappy and miserable beings, lay aside your madness and release yourself from torments. The brothers said that they, for the love of Christ, were fastened there with full happiness, and they were never before in their lives among such delights, and wished that they might remain there until the end. 
So they stood still, fast in the pillory, all day and all night, praising the Lord. Then Fabianus, in a great fury, commanded that they should both be thrust through, where they stood in prayer, and thus they gloriously departed to Christ. Next, Fabianus wickedly accused the noble Sebastian to the impious emperor Diocletian. The emperor fetched him straight away and said, I held you amongst the foremost of my household servants, and you have lurked until now in hateful Christianity to the dishonor of the gods. Sebastian replied, Christ I worshipped always, and interceded for you and for your people. I pray to the God who dwells forever in the heavens, in great glory. Diocletian became fiendishly angry and commanded Sebastian to be bound and led out into a field and there to be shot with arrows until he died. The soldiers led the servant of Christ away and set him as their mark, as the wicked emperor commanded, and shot their arrows into him from front and back, as thickly as a hedgehog's bristles, and left him for dead. A widow of another martyr came that night to the place where Sebastian lay, sorely wounded, She thought to bury his body, but found him living. The widow brought him to her house alive, and within a few days Sebastian was healed. Then the Christians came, and they urged Sebastian to depart far away from the city. But Sebastian commended himself to God, and went to the staircase, which stood against the emperor's palace. When the emperor came out, Sebastian cried to him, Your idol priests who dwell in your temples tell you many lies concerning the Christians saying that they are adversaries to your kingdom, and also to your people, but your kingdom prospers through their good merits, because they pray for the Roman people and for your dominion without ceasing. Then Diocletian, the fiendish murderer, looked towards the holy man and said haughtily, Are you not Sebastian, whom I commanded before to be slain with arrows? Sebastian said, Christ raised me up again, that I might declare to you before all your people your unrighteous persecution against the Christians. The emperor then commanded that the soldier of God should be beaten to death with clubs. The murderers did as the emperor ordered, and by night hid Sebastian's holy corpse in a foul sewer, saying amongst themselves, at least the Christians would not get at his body and make him into a martyr afterwards. Then Sebastian appeared in a dream to another widow named Lucina, a very pious person, and told her where his body was in the sewer. He asked her to go there and take him to the catacombs, where Christ's apostles Peter and Paul were first buried, and lay his body at their feet. Lucina then went to the sewer at midnight, along with her servants, and found his body. She carried it reverently to the catacombs, as he requested, and with great carefulness buried him, to the glory of the Almighty, who rules over all things forever. King of Eternal Glory. St. Sebastian's feast day is January 20th. He is the patron saint of soldiers, athletes, archers, pin makers, and those who desire a saintly death. St. Sebastian's intercession was also invoked against the bubonic plague and other illness. 
St. Sebastian's relics are housed in the Basilica of St. Sebastian outside the walls in Rome, though some suggest that his body was moved to France in the year 826 and placed at St. Midar Abbey at Soissons. St. Sebastian's cranium was brought to Ebersburg, Germany, in the year 934, where it is said the skull cap, encased in silver, was used to hold the consecrated wine of the Blessed Sacrament on St. Sebastian's feast day. Before we go, I want to remind everybody once again about our Etsy shop. The shop name is Lost Grave. You can find it at etsy.com slash shop slash Lost Grave. When you get there, you'll see a lot of merch from my other podcast, Strange Familiars, and antique photos my wife has put up there, and some of my artwork. But we also have a Flowered Path section there. If you click on that, you'll find things like Flowered Path t-shirts, I should be adding very soon some bandanas I had made with Our Blessed Mother on them. As I said before, the Flower Path t-shirts should be restocked soon. There's been a problem with the shipping. They're still looking for the box. Unfortunately, they may have to be reprinted, which is just going to take a little bit longer. But we'll have them back in stock soon. All sizes small through XXL. I'm still making the paracord rosaries. You can find them in the Flower Pass section there as well. Full-sized as well as single-decade pocket rosaries are there. If you want a custom rosary with a different color cord or a certain saint medal or something like that, just contact me. I can definitely make that happen. Again, the Etsy shop name is Lost Grave. Thanks to everybody who shops there. That helps support the show as well. The sources for this episode can be found in the show notes at thefloweredpath.com. Please like and subscribe to The Flowered Path wherever you are listening. If you're inclined to leave a nice review, that will help as well. The Flowered Path is on YouTube, so please subscribe to our channel there. Just look up The Flowered Path. Even if you don't listen to podcasts on YouTube, if you could subscribe, that would help. No matter where you listen, if you like what you hear, please share the episodes on social media, share them with your friends, and spread the word around. You can find The Flowered Path on Facebook, facebook.com slash thefloweredpath. We're also on Instagram, at thefloweredpath, and on the web at thefloweredpath.com. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.